This is Love Marriage Again with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to embrace their marriage and feel completely in love with their husbands again. If you are a wife looking to create a happier marriage by transforming yourself, you've come to the right place. Here you will be inspired to fully accept your husband, be in control of your own happiness, and create a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Hello there. Yes, it's Dr. Siobhan. I am back. So if you have been following this podcast since the beginning, you may have noticed that there have not been new episodes released since September. It's now January 31st, twenty. 20. And you may be wondering, where is she? What happened? Where are the new episodes of the podcast? So I'm here back to tell you what happened and to share with you what I learned in the process and more specifically, how this actually applies to your marriage. So one of the things I always tell my clients or anyone that is coming to me for help is how you do one thing is how you do everything. And the way you make decisions in one area of life, the way you look at one area of life often translates to how you make decisions and view other areas and other situations in life. And I have learned so much about myself, so much about my own decision-making that has really helped me to lean into growth and to remind me of what I really want. And I want to offer the same for you as you come to this episode thinking about what you want for your marriage, what you want for your life, and the growth that will be required for you to get it. So first, what happened with the podcast? So it's an interesting thing because when I started the podcast, my goal was really to just be consistent with it. Like I had been wanting to do the podcast for years. A podcast is what really introduced me and helped me fall in love with life coaching. And so it's such a key part of my being, my life. I'm always listening to a podcast. I always value people who take the time to share uh, their content and expertise in this way. And so I am a podcast lover, like lover. And because I had been so impacted by podcasts, particularly the Life Coach School is what turned me on to all of this. I knew that as I was building my business and this platform to serve you, that I wanted podcasting to be part of the equation. And so I launched the podcast full steam ahead, so excited, so ready. 
And one of the agreements I made with myself was that I would never look at the number of downloads. I would never be preoccupied with, are enough people listening? Is this a good use of my time? I had decided and made a commitment to myself that I would just serve, that I would just show up and know that even if one person was listening, that that one person was getting exactly what they needed. And I reached a point in my business where I had to make some decisions. As the CEO, I had to look at expenses and energy expenditures. And in doing so, I came to the conclusion and made the decision that continuing to produce the podcast was not the best use of the financial resources and not the best use of my time. I have quite a large email audience. Many of you read my emails and I had told myself that if I am to invest my time, the best use of that time is in communicating with my email list. So I poured myself into emails, which I had been doing already. So the podcast was really an added layer to the way that I you know, share my message. And I just dove all in on the emails. And then, <laughs> stay with me here. This all ties back to you. Um, and then I began to get messages from people. Hey, what's going on with the podcast? Where's the podcast? And what I realized is that the initial commitment I made to myself to not look at the downloads, to not look at the numbers, to not look at who's reviewing it and who's not reviewing it was the right decision. And that the people who were listening found incredible value from this podcast. And I loved doing it. It just lit me up to get on this microphone with you each week and to just talk with you and to coach you and to share with you a perspective that I know is missing from a lot of marriage resources. So I am back because you asked me to come back. And some of you know exactly who you are because I told you specifically that I was so grateful for you reaching out and asking about the podcast because it was confirmation to me that this is something that absolutely is an integral part of my business, my platform, and my service to marriages all over the world. So we're back on. We're on and popping. So what did I learn (laughs) from all of this and what does it have to do with your marriage? So one of the things that was so apparent to me more recently, now, obviously not then, was that things are always working even when you can't see it. And so again, I'm thinking, oh, this podcast is not getting the reach that I desire. Um, People are not 
you know, engaging more deeply with me as a result of the podcast. And so it just felt like, ah, it's not the best use of my time. It's not working, right? I'm putting forth the effort. I recorded 50 plus episodes and I felt like I gave it a good try, right? And what I realized in the space when I wasn't recording was that everything I had intended, everything that I'd hoped, everything that I had as a intention in doing this work in this way was actually happening, even though I couldn't see it. And it wasn't until people started reaching out. It wasn't until people started referring to specific podcast episodes that that really became clear to me. And so lesson learned, because I knew this in other areas of life, but I had justified and I had created a story in my own head about why stopping the podcast was the right thing to do. And so as it relates to you and your marriage, I know for sure you are feeling the same way, that you are putting forth the effort, that you are reading the things, listening to the things, trying the things, and maybe you've pushed yourself to be consistent far beyond what you first imagined you might do, and it still feels like it's not working. The results are not coming in the way that you are looking for them, the way that you are wanting. Your husband is not changing. Your husband is not responding differently. Your husband is not showing up more as the person that you want him to be. And my message to you is things are always working even when you can't see it. And so keep doing the right thing keep growing, keep learning, keep loving, right? All of those things that we have been talking about, I want you to keep doing them because they are working. They are absolutely working. Everything you're doing is working. Keep doing it. All the positive stuff, right? Okay, so number two was... A reminder to keep being the person you want to be, even when you feel like that version of yourself is not real. I love this one so much because when I was recording this podcast, I saw myself in the future with millions of people listening. And the reason I have that image of myself is because when I encountered the Life Coach School podcast, that's how I thought of Brooke Castillo, who was the host of that. I was like, oh my gosh, she's she was like celebrity to me. Where it was like, oh my gosh, I am part of this listening experience that like people all over the world are listening to. And she spoke to everyone as if millions of people were listening. I don't know what her downloads where how many people were actually subscribed at the point that I found the podcast, but it didn't matter because she believed it so much that that's just who she embodied. She was stepping into this future version of herself that had millions of people listening, even if the reality in the moment was only one or two people were listening. And that's how I felt with this podcast. That's how I feel even now. Like 
I am talking to the masses and I'm also talking to you, right? And I want to continue to create that experience. And so my reality, when I looked at the downloads, my reality wasn't what I had been envisioning in my mind. It hasn't happened yet. But what I know is that even though it doesn't feel real, even though when I look at the data, the data are showing something different, I still recommit to the vision of how I see myself in the future. And I think this is so important for you when it comes to your marriage, because when you think of yourself being happy, when you think of yourself, you know, having the experiences with your husband that you want, being in the type of relationship with him that you want, it requires a different version of you because the you that you are right now may not be experiencing those things. And so taking yourself to the place where you are ridiculously happy, you are deeply connected, feels like so far off. You may not even know how to like generate a thought or a feeling in your body that reflects that. And so what I just want to offer you is that that person is destined to become you if you keep moving, even when it feels weird, even when it feels fake, even when it feels like this is just not what it is. The more you align yourself and keep yourself moving to what you want, to who you want to be, the more real it will feel. And all it takes is practice. The way, the reason you feel the way you feel and you think the way you think and you do the things you do is because you're so well practiced at it. And I know for a lot of us, you know, when things aren't going well in our marriage, our default is to withdraw. Our default is to take a step back and to just be by ourselves. We don't want to be vulnerable. We don't want to reach out to our husbands. And we get really well practiced at that. We know how to do that really, really, really well. And so anything contrary to that, anything outside of that feels foreign. It feels like we're on like unsteady ground, like I'm faking the funk. And I say, okay. Keep faking the funk until it feels real. And a lot of us give up before we ever get to that place. But everything is uncomfortable before it is easy. Everything is uncomfortable before it is easy. I want you to think about anything you've had to learn, right? You learned a new language. Maybe you took another language when you were in school. You didn't have the accent right, You didn't have the, you know, articulation correct. It was very awkward. And you felt like, I'm doing this all wrong. But you had a model, right? You had a model and you had practice and you put forth the effort so that it did feel more comfortable. It did feel like something you could do on a more regular basis. And so the same is happening with your marriage. I want you to imagine you being your happiest, healthiest, most fulfilled version of yourself in this marriage. What do you think about your husband? 
What do you think about your life together? How do you feel about him? How do you talk to him? How do you engage with him? You have to keep that in mind and continue to take a step into that life, right? You have to consciously move yourself into that experience. And it's going to feel like you're a fish out of water, especially if you guys have been in a bad place for a very long time. But that is the exact thing you need to do. So the point, again, keep being the person you want to be, even when it feels like it's not real. The third lesson that I learned, don't make decisions from what you lack, but make decisions from a place of already having what you want. Now, here's the reality. If I had a million people listening to the podcast, I would have never paused it. I would have never sat down on recording it. Because every day I would be thinking, oh my gosh, there are millions of people listening to this. There are millions of people benefiting from this. I cannot let them down. But instead... I was focused on the millions of people who weren't listening, right? And in doing that, in being in that lack mentality of what's not there, what's not happening, I forgot about those of you who were listening. And you are just as valuable to me as a million people. Like you, just you, the one you right now that I'm talking to, are just as valuable, your life, your marriage, your thinking matters to me. And when I allowed myself to dip into a lack mentality, I forgot about you. And I was just thinking about myself. And I can say that transparently and openly and honestly, because all of us do that. You are doing it. You are thinking about yourself and you're not thinking about your husband. You're thinking about all the things that he lacks and all the ways that he's not showing up for you the way that you want. And you're not thinking about the ways he is showing up for you, the things that he is getting right. And so whenever you act out of, whenever you make decisions from a place of lack, it creates more lack. I really want you to get that. The emotion or the mindset that you have when you make a decision will just reproduce that emotion and that mindset even in the midst of the decision. And so I will be honest with you, by having a lack mentality, by not communicating my message in a way that I'm so passionate about, I suffered the consequences. I created a cycle of lack in my business. And I am now out of that. And I feel like if I had come to that realization of all the ways that I was responding to what I didn't have, the goals I wasn't achieving, if I had recognized that sooner, I could have switched it and not have had the reproduction of lack. And so the same is happening for you. 
if you feel like your husband is not paying attention to you, if you feel your husband is not attentive and he's not affectionate, and that's what you focus on and you make your decisions from that line of thinking, you will reproduce and recreate that result time and time again. And so what I want to encourage you to do is to make your decisions from a place of, of having what you already want, right? So in my mind, I already have a million people listening. So of course I'm showing up and of course I'm delivering powerful content because a million people are listening. So if you allow yourself to get into the space of, I have a husband who adores me. I have a husband who is so helpful. I have a husband who is such a great leader. I have a husband who prioritizes our family so much. What decisions would you make with that line of thinking? I really want you to sit with that. If you had the type of marriage that you wanted, what would you be planning to do with your time this week? it would be very different than what you're probably doing right now. So again, don't make your decisions from what you lack. Make your decisions from a place of already having what you want. So there you have it, right? Three things I've learned. Things are always working even when you can't see it. I really want you to get that for your marriage. Keep being the person you want to be, even when you feel like that version of yourself is not real. Because she could be real if you kept taking steps towards her. And then the third thing, don't make decisions from what you lack. Make decisions from a place of having what you want. I I'm on fire and I am so excited for what this period of stepping away has taught me and all that I've learned in these months that I am going to be sharing with you. So make sure you're still subscribed. Make sure those notifications are still on because we are going 2020 is your year. 2020 is my year. Like Everything you are dreaming of, everything you are wanting is literally within your reach. I am so excited about that idea that you can really have the life you want. You can really have the marriage you want that I'm hosting an event that's all about that. That's all about creating the life that you want. It is called The Well-Made Woman the Well-Made Woman event. It is in New Jersey. So if you can get yourself to New Jersey on March 7th, you have to be there. It is an all-day conference. And we will be becoming well-made women in whatever area of life is the most pressing for you right now. So you can find all the details, all the information, all the tickets you want, uh, by following this link. It's bit.ly forward slash well-made woman. So B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash well-made woman. 
You don't need an HTTPS or anything like that. I will link to it in the show notes. But if you can be in New Jersey on March 7th, you a thousand percent want to be in the room with us. All right. Bye for now. I'll talk to you next week. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On To When Marriage Gets Tough. Download it at bit.ly forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. And of course, I will be back with you next week. Until then, commit to loving your marriage again.